no one should expect overnight turnarounds. Recognize the extraordinary progress that has been made since February in the face of every pessimistic projection. Be patient. Give these companies the time and the space they need and that we factored into their recapitalizations to remake themselves into successful companies. Hello and welcome to NPR's Planet Money. I'm Alex Bloomberg. And I'm David Kestenbaum. Today is Monday, October 26th. That was Stephen Ratner. Uh, used to call him the car czar. He's the former head of the Obama administration's task force on the auto industry. You heard him at the top. He was speaking at the Brookings Institution about the future for General Motors and Chrysler. On the podcast today, we'll have more on the government's involvement in the auto industry. But first, as everybody knows, the Planet Money Indicator. And it is today 2.9%. We tried to find a good news number for you all today. And what we came up with was 2.9. That is the rate South Korea's economy grew in the third quarter. That was the fastest rate in seven years. Which, Alex, I think is an indication of how deep a hole we fell into. But yeah, we are climbing out. South Korea is climbing out anyway. Yeah, well, wait till you'll be surprised when I put out my personal GDP numbers this week. We, um, we had the the crop of basil on the uh, back porch is doing quite well. Oh, <laughs> really? You're looking at a strong uh, Q3 showing? <laughs> we are, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, today on the podcast, we're going to try and answer an age-old question. That question is, am I going to get my money back? But specifically, we're going to talk about, are the taxpayers going to get the money back that we used to bail out the auto industry? Actually, we're just going to talk about General Motors today to try and keep things simple. Frankly, before I started looking into this, I had totally forgotten how much money we'd given them. So as a reminder and a service for all the people listening out there who might not be keeping track on all the bailout money, um, here is the grand total to date, according to the very helpful report by the Congressional Oversight Panel last month. The U.S. government has put $50 billion into General Motors. And after the bankruptcy, what we own is more than half the company. 61% of the stock of this new company is what we own. There's also something else. We do. Uh, we gave some of this money as assistance, as loans, and some of that still exists as loans. So General Motors owes the taxpayers $8.8 billion. It's, it's some of the debt that General Motors still has. And that $8.8 billion is part of the $50 billion total that we have put in. So the taxpayers have put in $50 billion. How much might we get back? We're going to start off here with the CEO of General Motors, Fritz Henderson. Our colleague Adam Davidson and a small group of reporters interviewed him recently. Henderson said that though the overall auto picture doesn't look good, he's gotten some encouraging signs. If I just look at our performance in the market, uh, September, while we were down, you know, we, were, we had an abysmal comparison versus the September of the prior year. We were down, you know, 45, 48 percent. We're comparing it versus our strongest month last year by far. And our total share in the month of September was 20.6 percent. So it was our best performance this year. Uh, so in an absolute sense, not we weren't particularly happy given how weak the industry was, but our share performance was actually the best we had this year. So basically he's saying that, like, our sales really stunk it up, but Everybody's did, and ours were slightly better than everybody else's, basically. It sounds like what he's saying, right? I think that's a fine interpretation. <laughs> okay. So the question is, will these encouraging signs translate into U.S. taxpayers getting paid back? Well, it turns out getting paid back is a little complicated. <laughs> One thing firms do when they want to pay off debts, pay us back, pay people back, they sell stock. But right now, GM stock isn't publicly traded, 
you know, you or I couldn't buy that stock even if we wanted to. And uh, actually, I was poking around on GM's website all day today, and it's, it's actually sort of really interesting. They have this investor FAQ there, and this is how they describe it there. They say, quote, there are currently no shares of General Motors Company for sale to the public. It will initially be owned by the United States Treasury, the governments of Canada and Ontario, the UAW Viba, and Motors Liquidation Company. And then it goes on to say, we expect that shares of the General Motors Company will be publicly traded in the future, and this may involve an initial public offering. Okay, and just before we go on, the UAW Viba, that stands for the United Auto Workers Voluntary Employee Beneficiary Association. That's the independent trusts established to pay health care benefits for auto industry retirees. So when Adam Davidson talked to uh, the CEO of General Motors, Fritz Henderson, Henderson said that he hoped to be able to pay back the debt, that is the $8 billion sort of that exists as a loan from taxpayers, before 2015. And then the next thing that would have to happen is that they want to become a publicly traded company again. So they would have to do an initial public offering, and then the stock would be traded out there, and there would be some value for the stock. And remember, we own 61% of the company. So then we would sort of know where we stand. Right. Now... It's pretty confusing, and if you're all confused by this, this long, complicated history of our involvement, so are we. And it's not just us, the lay people that are confused, even the experts are confused. David, you interviewed John Cassessa, longtime auto industry analyst. Uh, he used to be with Merrill Lynch. Then a few years ago, he started up the Cassessa Shapiro Group. Hi, can you hear me okay? Hi, I'm all set. Okay, great. I'm embarrassed to say I'm, I'm fuzzy on the history at this point. There's so much that has happened. Well, I am too, and that's what I do for a living, so... You know, don't don't be embarrassed. Alex, I love it when interviews start that way. I know. <laughs> so so I asked John Cassessa, is the government, are the government and the taxpayers going to get their money back? And he said, he thought for a while and he said, he said, maybe. I mean, it all depends on what happens to the value of the stock, right? Because remember, we own 61% of it. You know, if you, if, you, if you just look at how much money we put into it, I mean, $50 billion in GM's case, and therefore what the company would have to be worth... You know, you would back into some very ambitious earnings expectations to, you know, to, to produce a company that's that's got a really high market value, so much so that the government can make a profit on this. So it's it's a tall order. How well would GM have to do for its stock to be worth enough that when we sell it, we get our money back? Um, you know, GM would have to have a very impressive turnaround. And you know, start to earn um, a lot of money—seven, eight, ten billion dollars a year. Now, you know that's possible in a really strong economy if if the company is uh, uh, you know the company is right size and has good products. But you know, at, a very, at the very least, to do that, it has to stop losing market share. You know, its market share has to be stable. I mean, right now the the reason it's difficult to see that scenario playing out is that you know customers are still defecting from GM, right? I mean, you know that Ford is gaining a bit of market share, uh, and and some of those are GM customers that are switching to Fords, and and uh, you know GM is losing customers to not just Ford, but you know Toyota and Hyundai and everyone else. Um, so, so, but you, you do think it's, I mean, I guess I, I was expecting you to say, no, no, a lot of that money is totally lost. It's a question of how, how bad it's going to be. And, and you're saying eh, it, is, it is possible for the government to get its money. Yeah, back. I mean, just to give you, it is possible because 
auto sales right now are running at a 10 million unit annual rate. And, and that equates to about 2% of GDP. I mean, historically, the normal historical percentage is about 4% of GDP. So sales are running at an extremely, extremely low rate. And, and I am well aware of all the reasons why um, the economy may be weak for some period of time. Uh, but if these companies, General Motors included, are rapidly reducing their break-even point, and if sales were to bounce back just to 13 or 14 million, which is still well below the historical sales level, uh, they could start to make a lot of money. And they are, they've massively cut their workforces. They've massively, of course, cut their interest bill by reducing their debt. And, um, and, and you know, at, at, at a mediocre sales rate of 13 or 14 million, they should be able to make a lot of money. So I, I think, um, I, I, I think, I mean, unless this economy just, just doesn't recover, in the next 36 months, which is highly improbable, just highly improbable. Um, unless that happens, I think there's, you know, there's a good chance that the company could start to sell at least the first installment of stock at a decent valuation. And then over time, as the product pipeline builds and all that happens, you know, each successive offering of stock would come at a higher valuation. Or, or they could go bankrupt again. Yeah, if we double dip, they could go bankrupt again. I mean, listen, I, I, maybe I'm not, I apologize, I'm not being clear here. Um, the government bought General Motors probably three years of breathing room. And if this company is able to implement a, a really aggressive turnaround strategy, turnaround uh, strategy, along with the recovering economy, is a good chance that it could you know, it can return a chunk of money to the taxpayers. Um, but, but there are two big questions. One, does the, the economy turn around and give them some wind at, at their sales? And two, can, uh, can they really change their stripes? And it's just too early to tell so far. I mean, right now, the management hasn't changed. The board's changed, but the management hasn't changed. And, um, and so... You know, it's really a function of what what do they do with these three years? I mean, we've we've averted a, a, a massive crisis and bought a lot of time, and and now the outcome is dependent on something uncontrollable, the economy, and something controllable, the management. Um, what was the what was the total value of GM stock when things were good? Well, I mean, at the at the peak, you know, when the stock was ninety dollars, would have been ninety, would have been about uh, fifty billion in in stock. Well, but right now we own half. Maybe the, fifty-five billion. But okay, so right now we own half the company, uh, and we are owed, uh, you know, fifty billion. So the company would have to grow to be twice what it was at the peak, right? For that stock to be worth that. Well, yes. I mean, it would have to. That's that's right. I mean, it have to be a very successful turnaround. Now, I have to say, even when GM was valued at say fifty-five billion, the equity, you know, it was losing market share and it had building debt and all. So, but I mean, it's a good point to to recoup the U.S. taxpayers' investment. Um, this company would have to trade in a public valuation, um, you know, it's sort of its highest public valuation in, in decades. So it definitely sounds like a tall order, and and in fact, the 
Office of Management and Budget, that's the White House's Office of Management and Budget, and the Congressional Budget Office have both looked at this. And their projections are that taxpayers will probably get less than half of the auto bailout money back. That's the money that we, the taxpayers, have lent to GM and Chrysler and all the other programs. And I think actually that's not so different from what John Cassessa is saying. I mean, he's saying we might get it all back, but it would take a lot of things to go right. And there's some big ifs there. So it sounds like the OMB and the CBO are agreeing that there's a, <laughs> there's a big a big if in there. Right. And it just seems like basically it all comes down to, is GM ever going to get to be the size that it once was, basically? And yeah. Are they going to are they going to come back in a big way? And also, is the economy going to come back so they can have people to sell those cars to? Right. But even if the economy comes back, they could continue to exist and be a profitable company, but just yeah, a much might, smaller I mean, company. It's, it's true. I mean, they got Ford and they got Toyota and they got everybody else. Right. So so maybe maybe GM even does come back. Maybe it is profitable, but it's not going to ever reach the valuation that it once had before everything went south. So Yeah, they could be a much smaller company and the U.S. government sells its stock and takes a significant loss on its, uh, its investment in GM. Yes. Well, I think that does it for us today. There's a good report on all this by the Congressional Oversight Panel. That's the watchdog panel set up by Congress and headed by Elizabeth Warren. We will link to it on the blog, npr.org slash money. We have one other note, which is that if you are in the D.C. area, Adam Davidson and I are going to be talking at American University this Wednesday. That's October 28th at 6 p.m. in the Weschler Theater. Tickets are free, which is to say there are no tickets. <laughs> Seating is first come, first serve. So come on by. We would love to meet you. I'm David Kestenbaum. And I'm Alex Bloomberg. Thank you very much for listening. Oh,